Welcome to a This Paranormal Life Halloween, Halloween episode! <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to a very special This Paranormal Life Halloween episode. Now, we don't have an episode that's landing directly on Halloween. Uh, this is the closest one that we do have. I this believe is it's, all you're getting. Is, this, is it the 26th today? That's right. That's pretty close. Um, so you, you have an option ahead of you. You can listen. Go ahead. Fine. Open your presents early. Or you can do the honorable thing and, and wait until October 31st. I do think a lot of people will have plans, though, on the 31st, right? Well, they should have plans to listen to the episode because okay, it's, a, sure. it's, it's a pretty special episode. I put a lot of work into it. It's actually, I don't want to get anyone too excited, but it's a, there's a bit of another element to it this week. Maybe a bit of a physical investigation. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Are we doing trick-or-treating? <laughs> we put a Zoom microphone in a pumpkin and go door-to-door -door for three hours asking for candy. It's just Rory verbally harassing people and eventually getting arrested? Uh, no, we are not going to go trick-or-treating. Although I do wish we had some candy. Can we get some candy up in here? I mean, it's my house, so you should just ask me. Look, whether you decide to listen to it today or whether you decide to wait to Halloween, doesn't matter. You're going to enjoy the episode regardless. It's 2004, and we're in Texas. A woman who we'll call Ashley was on eBay looking for some spooky shit to buy, as, as you do. <laughs> as a real Halloween fiend does. Some people, to be fair, like, I think we've said it before on the podcast, because every day for us is spooky season, sometimes we don't even notice Halloween come and go. Um, yeah. But, uh, but to be fair, some people do live and breathe um, all things Halloween. Yeah, every day of the year is buying spooky shit. I got a lot of respect for those people. Uh, for those who don't know, on eBay, you can buy a wide selection of alleged paranormal objects. Cursed dolls, old artifacts, spell books. But Ashley found something that caught her eye. Something cute and colorful. The description said it was an 100% real haunted zombie voodoo doll. Whoa. It even came with its own miniature little coffin. <laughs> this thing has died? Ashley hit buy it now as fast as she could and waited eagerly for her creepy purchase to arrive. After days of waiting, finally a package arrived at the door. She opened it up to find the doll resting inside its tiny coffin just as described. Man, everything we've ever covered about cursed items, about um, cursed mummies about ancient cursed artifacts tells me to not open this package. I know they say good things come in small packages, but I don't think that a coffin can technically be considered a package. Bad things come in small coffins, I think is the, the Don't Halloween open version. coffins. Don't open it, coffins. It's just a good rule, rule to live your life by, sure. <laughs> don't, don't open coffins, don't f*** with mummies. This Paranormal Life handbook. She opened the coffin and the doll was there. It was beautiful. Aww. She proudly put it on display in her house, and every time she glanced at it, she couldn't help but smile. But little did Ashley know, she was about to get more than she bargained for. She should have known. She absolutely should have known. What did she <laughs> think was going to happen? It was just going to be a cute doll? You're trying to tell me that this 100% real haunted zombie voodoo doll has strings attached? I don't... In this understand. context, I don't want it to be 100% authentic. I want it to be a replica, because then there won't be any curses attached to the zombie doll. I'll take 98% authentic. One evening, just weeks after the doll had arrived, she was in bed reading a book. Suddenly, she started to hear a tapping noise coming from downstairs. It was almost like a tree branch hitting the window. In case it was an animal or something more sinister, she decided to head down and investigate. But when she opened her bedroom door, there on the floor at her feet was the voodoo doll. Oh boy. How did you get here? She asked, looking down at the doll. Thinking there might be an intruder in the house who had moved the doll, she tucked it under her arm and crept downstairs as quietly as possible. But after checking every room, she found absolutely nothing. So she popped the doll back on the dresser and went back to bed. For several weeks, the same thing kept happening. No. She'd hear scuffling or tapping noises. No. Then discover the little voodoo doll on the floor away from where she'd last put it. Ashley has to know that it's not acceptable. Um, if, unless she has a 
large dog or a toddler that could be moving this thing, for that to happen more than once is uh, completely unacceptable. Yeah, maybe once, I don't know, the thing falls... Wind. Yeah, it falls off the thing, the wind wind blows it. Uh, Maybe bad memory. Maybe you did leave it outside your bedroom door. On the third or fourth night, this thing is Toy Story. It's f***ing Toy Story. This doll is coming to life and having adventures in the nighttime. It's playing f***ing squid game. When your back is turned, it runs. And then as soon as you look, it drops down like Woody in Toy Story. You need to shoot it. You need to shoot it. Imagine you just caught the doll sprinting out of the corner of your eye. That would be so disconcerting. And then, and then it just freezes and you're like... <laughs> It's not okay if you're standing still. You shouldn't be able to stand at all. I can see you sweating. You're sweating and panting. (laughs) This doll's just like... (laughs) You stopped, sure, but there's a lot of other creepy shit going on. You're not, like, camouflaged. I can still see you. The next day, they found the doll with a cookie and a needle. (laughs) Like, I don't know what prize you're trying to achieve. Like, if you want my soul, you can't have it. (laughs) At least we now have an idea of how this doll died to begin with and ended up in a coffin. As I said, Ashley was starting to get seriously freaked out. But honestly, didn't know what to do. Things only got worse in the house. At times, it felt like the doll was following her. One afternoon, Ashley was sweeping outside of her porch when she suddenly felt a stinging sensation on her leg. Ah! She put down the broom and glanced down at her ankle. There were three distinct claw marks on her leg. (laughs) What? (laughs) Where the hell did those come from? You have raccoons living in your house, I think. Turning around, her heart stopped when she saw the doll sitting on the ground behind her. (laughs) No! Like, this is obviously... Obviously grounds for putting the doll in the bin and taking the bins outside. At this point, physical harm, psychological damage, maybe that's a little bit harder to prove to people. But if you're like, this thing just sliced me. Yeah. This little thing is sitting on my bedside table at night with a butterfly knife, flicking it as it watches me sleep. That's not okay anymore. My house now has knife crime. (laughs) That well, is... What do you do? You can't exactly call the cops on a little doll. No, you just, this is where you get the benefit of this doll not being a human or animal and you murder it because that's legal. <laughs> right. You can smash it you, with a hammer. Yeah. Put it in a fire, um, <laughs> run it over with a car, whatever it takes. You don't need to call G.I. Joe and, no. and Barbie and Ken to come over and, and arrest it. You don't need to use toys on toys. No. You're a man or a woman. You can just batter this thing to death. For days, the attacks continued. She was being bitten and scratched (laughs) by an unseen force around the clock. It's not an unseen force. I guess she's not seeing it because it's behind her, but she knows what it is. This thing is like a ninja. No, it's Dude, not. Because <laughs> all she has to do is look around and it's, f- again, flopped on like Woody on the ground <laughs> with, with a butter knife lodged in her ankle. It's never been caught red-handed. <laughs> yeah, it has. Look, its can, hands have got her blood on them. Can you be arrested if you're just at the scene of every crime? <laughs> even I, if, I think so. <laughs> even if you weren't caught w- with your hand on the, the weapon? That's a real question. I need to know this. <laughs> if you, I need to know this because I've been going back to a lot of them. Back, well, if you've been going back, that insinuates yeah. that you uh, committed the crime in the first place. I, I didn't say that. Nobody said that. <laughs> you said you went back. You didn't say you're. I've <laughs> right, been going sorry. to a lot of scenes of crime. Sorry, sorry, I misspoke. You said I've been going back to the scenes of lots of crimes. <laughs> okay, so we've established you caused the crime. I, I never said that. I just like going. I like to keep up to date with um, just what's going on in the neighborhood just how things are going on. How what, crimes in the neighborhood? We'll just see how the boys in blue are doing, yeah. So I turn up and say, any leads, officer? And just to see what, what's going on in their heads, to see if they're close to catching me, or him, or them, her. Catching you. Or anyone, whoever whoever possibly committed the crime. It's obviously you. Any leads? Did anyone say he had blonde hair and stunning blue eyes? Just weird shit like that, you know? It's not weird. Well, it is weird, but it's obvious. 
is and what then it I'll is. I'll like suggest some culprits to like throw them off the case, like you sometimes. <laughs> okay, not throw them again. That was poor wording. Not throw them off the case because I don't know the I don't know the goddamn case. I don't think they ever believed that for a second because no one has ever contacted me. Whereas you've been taken <laughs> to the police station many times in the last month. It's true. It's true. Just being pushed into the back of a police car. What about that kid guy, though? <laughs> way too late. Way too late to say any of that. I'll see you at the next one, Officer Jenkins. <laughs> being arrested. <laughs> Ashley's injury steadily got worse. And eventually, at one point, got so deep, she had to go to hospital for treatment. Oh, this is Ashley. Buddy, I'm trying to help you here. Now, obviously, Ashley knew she could no longer display the demonic little doll. But rather than throwing it away and releasing it into the world, she stuffed it back into its little coffin and locked it in her basement. Credit where credit is due. That should be fine there's, for a doll. There's got to be a reason why it came in that coffin, right? It, maybe that's like a little containment unit or something. Yeah. Put it in that, put it in the basement. Fingers crossed. Problem solved. I feel like I need to gift Ashley like Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Like... This shit does not spark joy. Like sparks fear. The bar for throwing something out of your house should be like, um, it's a bit boring and I've had it for too long. Sure. Not it it hospitalized me. If I had a pair of socks that ho- hospitalized me, <laughs> I think I'd still have them in my wardrobe. But like I say, this is a start. I am happy to see that she has realized the doll is a problem and is starting to do something about it. Over the coming weeks. Ashley was tormented by the sound of evil cackling coming from behind the heavy basement doors. It turned out, even with the doll locked away in the basement, she still wasn't safe. Cackling? This thing is laughing at her now? The doll started haunting her in the only place it now could. Her dreams. Oh my lord. This little bastard was tormenting her in the day, haunting her at night. It's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> it, it is able to tap into the dream dimension. There's no, what do you do now? What do you do now? Decapitate it and eat the fluff inside? Burn it? Uh, I think... Uh, it can be in dreams, Kit. <laughs> that is worrying, to be fair, because my go-to might have been, I don't know, throw it off a cliff. But worrying to think that now there is some kind of soul bond. Right. Uh, maybe by scratching Ashley and drawing blood, it's oh. now bonded to her. And no matter what she does, hides it, puts it in a coffin, puts it in her basement, locks it away. It seems to now be able to get her. Yeah. Now Ashley is Inception style, having to use little spinning tops just to find out if the doll's in the basement or behind her about a garroter. I'm starting to think she is now to reference a previous episode in its pocket dimension. Oh, the pocket dimension. Yeah, this thing is just chuckling from the basement. <laughs> Get in me pocket. Oh wait, you already are in me pocket. <laughs> At this point, she knew something had to be done. It was time to kill the doll. Of course. Ashley grabbed a knife from the kitchen and tried to cut the doll into pieces. I like this. Uh, try putting it in a Nutribullet. Another good option. Because the knife didn't work. <laughs> Whatever this thing was made of, it wouldn't cut. No. Oh my. So instead, she tried burying it. She dug a deep hole in her garden. It's already dead. <laughs> it doesn't fear being buried. I think it is very much alive by the sounds of things. She dug a deep hole in her garden, threw the doll in, and filled it back up with soil. But when she opened the door to leave the house the next day, there it was, covered in dirt! (laughs) It got out Kill Bill style. It one inch punched its way out of the earth. There was nothing else she could do. She had no choice but to relist the voodoo doll on eBay. (laughs) How is that the final step after trying to kill it? Look, maybe... This is how it got offloaded onto her. Right. This doll could have been causing havoc through person and person, and the only way to get rid of it is to pass it on to the next victim. So you're saying in Ashley's case, when Ashley won the auction, the eBay seller was at home going, I'm free, <laughs> I'm free. Yeah, yeah, duct taping this little guy's mouth shut and FedExing it across they the country. They knew the curse had been lifted from them. So that's exactly what she did. Real haunted voodoo doll. One previous owner. Condition, slightly used. Slightly buried, slightly cut. 
and yet mint condition. Unbelievably, the thing sold in a flash, and Ashley giddily wrapped it up and sent it off to its new owner. But after receiving five-star feedback, the buyer sent her another message to say that the purchase had gone missing from her house. Ashley's blood ran cold. She hurried to the front door and threw it open. There on the front porch was the doll. Uh, five stars, quick delivery, item description was perfect. Um, one small thing, as soon as I opened it, like f-ing the gingerbread man, it jumped out of the box and sprinted north. I can't fault you, the doll is beautiful. Um, as soon as I opened the little coffin though, it did slap me and run away through the cat flap. Well, she wasn't going to give up just with one try. This time she packaged the doll up as tightly as she could using almost an entire roll of tape. But when the eBay buyer received the parcel for the second time, they said the box was somehow empty. (laughs) Oh, God. And you guessed it, the voodoo doll had somehow made its way back to Ashley's house. This thing is Magneto. It it needs to be bound like Hannibal Lecter in some kind of... Right, like uh, a mask. ...underground facility run by the CIA. Ten-foot-thick steel walls like... Akira, yeah. uh, a kind of world-destroying weapon buried at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Yeah, this thing is, it's OP at this point, because I'm assuming it's getting back to Ashley's house by a, some form of paranormal magic. I don't think it's thumbing down a Greyhound bus and hop, doing a little cross-country trip back to Ashley's house. I don't know how, I don't know how this is happening. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know the time scale, but it does sound like it's quite fast. Yeah. And there's no, like, tiny little bus passes or plane tickets in its pockets. Well, given that the new buyer said, I don't know where it's gone, which presumably just happened, and then Ashley threw open the door and it was already <laughs> back at her house, would indicate it's not, as you say, taking the Greyhound bus. Right, yeah, yeah. Or else when the doll is there, he's like, hey, I'm going to run away. Don't. Don't don't email her for like a couple days because I want to be I want to be out the front when she gets the email. The element of surprise will be incredible. This person's like, I don't I didn't even know you could talk. I just I thought you were a doll. Do I get my money back nah, or something? I'm the f- devil. <laughs> OK, cool. I didn't I didn't want the devil. I, I, I'm going to phone her up. Actually, you sent me the devil. Did you know that when you listed get the off, doll? Get off the phone. Hey, the devil's here. Like, what does he eat? Should I feed him or like? <laughs> Will he be okay? Is he like one of those dolls that like eats berries from a spoon and then shits? <laughs> Does the devil shit, Ashley? I need to know if I need baby devil diapers. Tell her, tell her I'll see her soon. No, that's two. That's two on the nose. Tell her, watch those pretty little ankles. No, don't say that either. <laughs> would, you mind, you... <laughs> would you mind workshopping with me, Craig? <laughs> I need to come up with the perfect comeback. At this point, there was only one thing left to do. Ashley concluded that she had no option but to call in a priest. The priest came in. He said a blessing over the doll. Probably should have been a curse. And told her to box it up and keep it down in the basement. And that's where the doll remains to this day. Silently locked away in that basement. Like Hannibal Lecter itself. Yeah. And it seems like that's worked. There's no more cackling. There's no more uh, nighttime attacks or dream hauntings. Whatever this priest did seems to have worked. And the doll's been subdued. Wow. Yeah. It's funny, like you mentioned, her getting a priest in to uh, look at the doll and try and do something about it. It actually gives you a new appreciation. I think it's always like a funny point in in our stories when the priest comes in and like tries to do the exorcism. Because it feels kind of goofy in our modern age. But actually, this story really makes you feel grateful (laughs) that there still are people in society who you can call when you think something's cursed. Yeah. That hasn't happened to me yet, but I like the safety net in society that if I do think something's cursed, I can call a priest and he won't laugh at me. He will hopefully come around and help me. Yeah, because calling, calling a priest to banish a demon seems quite insane if you're someone who just lives a normal everyday life. But if you're in an insane situation, it doesn't seem so weird anymore all of a sudden. Yeah. If you're like trying to tell all your friends, like, look, this doll that I got on eBay is cutting me up and tormenting my dreams. 
they're going to have some questions. They're not going to be helpful. But uh, it's nice to know that, yeah, as you said, there is an avenue where someone could be like, oh, yeah, Haunted Doll. Um, I've got one of those booked in this week, but maybe Monday next week I could I could, I could fit, fit you in, pencil you in. Uh, cool. And Avada Kedabra. I don't know what he's going to say or do. I was about to Probably say, not in anything. I was about to say, may the passion of Christ compel you. <laughs> That's wrong as well. Double check your priests. Make sure they got the qualifications and they didn't just buy the collar off of eBay. I like to think that, you know, when some crazy disaster happens, like, I don't know, a landslide and they need firemen and people like that and first aid workers to go in and like retrieve people and stuff. We always have like a renewed appreciation for those people, don't we? It's like, sure. wow, we got to do, we got to put a big celebration on for the firefighters and thank them for saving us all. Of course. Um, yeah. I like to think that that day is still coming for priests who do exorcisms that yeah, in yeah. like 10 years will be like, man, I got to say, as a society, we didn't see the, that ghost army coming from space. <laughs> right. But thank God we had uh, the church there to uh, help us in that dire moment. So yeah. let's all... Let's all give our local priest a pat in the back. There's going to be um, like a whole month where every Tuesday we all go out uh, on our balconies <laughs> and, clap. and clap for the exorcists. <laughs> we're like, without those guys, uh, the demon wars would have ended very differently. So uh, mad prep. Good shit, guys. Now, what we're looking at in this first story is uh, two things, really. First is uh, just a doll that is haunted. And the second is one that's also designed for voodoo. Now, we all probably have at least a broad understanding of what a voodoo doll is from Western media alone. It's a small effigy often used to inflict pain or influence on a target, mm -hmm. often by inserting pins into the doll. But it's actually a lot more complex than that. So I thought today what we could do is do a bit of a deep dive into the history of voodoo. Oh, very cool. Because I actually, turns out I didn't know a lot about it at all, really. No, me neither. Voodoo is an ancient magical art going back at least 400 years and is still practiced in countries across the globe to this day, especially in Haiti, New Orleans, and Africa. Generally speaking, practitioners of voodoo believe in a whole host of divine beings called the Loa. I think that's how it's pronounced. They're called upon through various rites and rituals, ranging from just playing drums and dancing to making blood sacrifices. Quite a gamut they're running there. There's a big difference between those two rites, I would say. You gotta know which one you're signing up for before you RSVP to the Facebook invite. Yeah, I mean, if you- It's like, uh, hey, come on, come on down to the voodoo ceremony. Me and the boys are going to the club tonight. It's like, oh, cool, for some dancing. <laughs> dancing, yes. Also, blood sacrifices. <laughs> okay. I'm probably not gonna come then. To be fair, I think it's mostly animal blood sacrifices. <laughs> it's barely better, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's okay then. Uh, but you know, when you go back 400 years, things get a little ambiguous. People, <laughs> people were a little wilder in the olden days. Sometimes if they couldn't find a goat, they'd use a small man. <laughs> you put a horns on a dude. Now that, that is a goat. Turns out in the olden days, you drink enough rum water... That uh, anyone starts to look like an animal. If you squint hard enough. If you dance long enough, <laughs> anyone starts looking like a goat. You drink enough blood, you, anyone starts. <laughs> so there already is blood. Yeah. <laughs> we sacrifice the goat, drink the goat's blood, get loopy enough to kill a guy who looks like a goat. Honestly, we'll settle for anyone whose name starts with G. <laughs> but what about voodoo dolls specifically? Uh, well, that one is actually kind of complicated. Some people say that they aren't actually a part of voodoo practice, but then again, there are real voodoo rituals that involve dolls. So, who really knows? Interesting. But there is evidence to suggest that what we would call a voodoo doll is actually more of a European pagan thing than a Haitian voodoo doll. Oh, interesting. So you think that's something that's been kind of put on them? Yeah, I think, you know, our understanding of what a voodoo doll is probably comes from a lot of pop culture yeah. and Western media. Uh, you know, Indiana Jones, you know, the voodoo doll where you twist its little neck and, and someone goes, oh, my neck, you yeah. know, that, that kind of reaction. Or I think the reality of it and the origins of it are probably quite different from what we've seen in movies and TV. Yeah, I kind of have it in my mind that because I worked on a book a long time ago, back in my publishing days, 
that talked about uh, voodoo and stuff like that. And I seem to remember they at least have like little idols and figures and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I don't, I think that was it. It doesn't necessarily mean they were sticking pins in them, but they but they definitely use that as part of their practice, right? They're little like... Little effigies, yeah. yeah, I think is a big part of it. Um, it's actually really interesting. And uh, I had a lot of fun reading up about um, voodoo kind of as a belief and as a religion. And you, you realize that, I mean, it, it's kind of my own ignorance to think voodoo is you get a pin, you put it in the doll, and it makes somebody sore. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we'll go on to learn, it's not always about uh, inflicting pain or injuries on someone else the rites and the rituals that you perform is also you know to ask for blessing Mm -hmm. to ask for like you know like any other religion you're kind of like talking to the gods yeah it's fair to say that in popular media it's been cast as this kind of like satanic cult where all they do is bad things when as you say it's a real religion yeah absolutely now i know that all of this sounds quite complicated i'm painting with a very broad brush Uh, So I think we could simplify it all down to the easiest level. Because what we want to basically understand is how to properly use a voodoo doll. Mm -hmm. And what better way to find out how than a WikiHow article? There is actually a WikiHow article on how to use a voodoo doll. I thought we could run through it together. Please. (laughs) I like how we went from um, trying to be like respectfully talk about the religion itself to being like, Anyway, those guys didn't sum it up neatly enough for me. So let's go to wikihow.com. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't think, I think this, this wikihow article is relatively in tune with the accurate beliefs. Okay, I'm only rousing I, <laughs> I, I just imagine it's going to be quite succinct. It is. It's very, it's, it's boiled down to. <laughs> in the wikihow house style, you know. <laughs> there are bullet points, sure. <laughs> Although voodoo dolls are sometimes thought to be used to bring about negative side effects, Hmm. it says that voodoo dolls can also be used for good in your own life or in the lives of others, for love, healing, protection, and success, just to name a few. I could do that last one. Uh, First off, what you need to do is clear your voodoo doll. Before you plan to use your voodoo doll, you will need to clear it of all previous energy, thus neutralizing it and giving you a clean slate to perform actions on it. That makes sense. To do this, place your hand over the object and direct your energy through it, focusing on making it new and pure. That sounds a little bit complex, and I don't really have the confidence to know if I could pull that off. So it says, you can also just wash your doll in salt water. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Or allow natural light such as sunlight or moonlight to cleanse it. Next step, you need to concentrate on your desires. While holding your voodoo doll, Focus on the desired effect you hope that it will bring. Set an intention. That makes sense. Step number three. And this was a new one to me. I think a lot of people won't know this. Use different colored pins. Oh. There are traditionally seven colored pins that you can use to indicate areas of your life that you want to focus on. Hmm. The head represents things that have to do with knowledge, the heart is used for emotions, and the stomach is used for gut feelings or intuition. So if you desire power in your life or in a friend's life, use the red pin to prick the head. <laughs> of your dick <laughs> no. on the doll. If you want a mighty wang, put all se- They're like the infinity stones. Put all seven <laughs> pins. If you desire love, use the blue pin to prick the heart. Just so we have a little bit of a cheat sheet, here's the different colors of pins and what they symbolize. Yellow means success. Green, money, moolah, (laughs) baby. White, healing. You said like the other day on the podcast, you had like really bad hemorrhoids. So if you had a voodoo doll. I think that was off the record, bud. I don't (laughs) think I said that on the mic. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought it was, it's cool. I thought it was we, public we can, knowledge. We can cut it. You can just cut it from the episode. So just, yeah, let's just gloss over that one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, red power. So if you needed like the power to overcome the hemorrhoids, yeah, like, no, as you were saying, they're like, really good. Like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to air it on the pod, obviously. So like, just find Sorry. any other example for power or healing other than cool. my raging power. hemorrhoids. Cause like there is, there is like treatments for that anyway, which is like, well, hell they're not working but try to normally yeah. I've, yeah it's fine whatever it's fine 
I'm, getting, I'm going to the doctor after this to get like a course of antibiotics and like, I think that'll work. Well, hopefully with enough green money, the treatment will be yellow successful. Dude, you gotta, there's there could be just, any <laughs> other, a number of things you can make. Re- like I feel okay, like sorry, it's gonna sorry. be really hard to cut out the fact that I have hemorrhoids. Well, don't keep saying it on the, the if podcast. You don't, well, you're using it as an example for everything. All right, uh, fine. Uh, blue means love. And, and oh. I know you'd love for your diarrhea to stop as well. That one wasn't about the hemorrhoids. That's, yeah, but it says side effect of the hemorrhoids. So like, <laughs> Just, it's, it's going to... I like, don't think it is, by the way. For continuity, well, when you take <laughs> as much hemorrhoid medication as I take, you're going to be shitting for days. Like, But I've seen you just push the medication into breakfast burritos and eat them. I think that is probably what's causing the diarrhea. I don't think it's because you're having so much hemorrhoid. Well, the hemorrhoid, like, I, nothing's working. So I'm having to take it with every meal, snack, and drink that I can. They're all burritos. They're all breakfast burritos. Have any other type of food if you think that it's that it would help. We don't need to talk about it because it's not going to stay in the episode. And you're just making right. it really hard to cut around this if you keep bringing it up as examples. Okay, sorry. Purple. Purple is spirituality. That's really cool because I've been on my hands and knees praying to get these hemorrhoids out of my ass. So now you're bringing up the hemorrhoids. You told me not to bring them up. I gotta be honest, it's dominating my life at this point. Well, then you're gonna love black, repelling negative energies. (laughs) It's too late to repel. (laughs) I I need an exorcism. I need a priest to look at my asshole. An (laughs) asorcism, which... They won't agree to. They will agree to exercise demons, but they won't agree to look into the chasm of my ass. You can't turn out to a church and tell the priest your ass is haunted. (laughs) (laughs) That's the quickest way to get excommunicated. Now, these colored pins can be used on a voodoo doll for yourself or for someone else for good. You know, if I want you to have more power, if I want me to have more power, whoever I'm targeting, I use the pins. Hopefully that blessing comes to me. Hmm. As we know. They can also be used for evil. Uh Uh-oh. For example, if you wish to exert power over an individual, use the red pin. Focus on the power you want the individual to submit to and prick the voodoo doll of the individual in the head. Okay. So it's not as li- it's not as black and white as like I I want him to <laughs> rip the doll's arm off and the guy is running around with blood spurting out of his decapitated arm exactly um which is cool i like that there's like more layers to this more subtle (laughs) i will say the name of the next category is just classic torture techniques oh what if you do wish to invoke harm upon someone through a voodoo doll you can use just regular pins needles rope wire water fire or any kind of torture device a bad person that wrote this article Then following the focusing technique, concentrate on the person you wish to harm and the actions that you're carrying out. Well, torture is like a war crime, I'm pretty sure. Against a doll, though? Should they be giving instructions for how to do this? Against a doll? I don't know. But it has the effect in real life. That's the point. Can anyone prove it? I don't think so. I think that's why these things are pretty popular. This is very, very uh, an ethical gray area. It does clarify once again in bold Make sure you clear the doll of all previous energies. If the doll is anyway in associated with the previous owner, they'll experience the harm. So, you know, if Ashley had sold her voodoo doll onto someone else and they hadn't cleared it of all energies and presences, then Ashley's just sitting at home watching TV being like, glad I, glad I got rid of that little bastard. Is it getting hot in here? All of a sudden, someone's lit the doll on fire and she's feeling the consequences. Interesting. I mean, that's very worrying. I think you've got to... That means if you're selling the doll like Ashley did, you want to clear the doll before you sell it. It's a dangerous game, Because you can't trust the next person to do it for you. Exactly, exactly. Now, you can also perform a voodoo love spell. These are said to be among the most powerful spells in use today. They can make someone fall in love with you or restore a broken relationship, and even raise a deceased lover from the dead. That's quite a stretch. No? Have we seen that in this part of history? Someone I don't know. Being raised from the dead? I think if you love someone enough, you should know when, it, when it's not a good idea to raise them from the dead. Because unless that's like a magical raising, where they're like back in their human form as they were the day yeah, they died. They're a zombie, I don't know. Or like a half flesh, half skeleton kind of creature. Yeah. Not a good idea. Don't, don't, don't get involved with that one. <laughs> so this thing can 
do everything from give you more confidence to curing hemorrhoids to raising people from the dead. And I know that this is kind of like a hard case to come down on, whether it's a yes or a no, because there's a lot of claims flying around here. Mm -hmm. As you said, this thing is basically a, a Swiss army knife of magical capabilities. It's Voldemort, Harry, and Dumbledore rolled into a tiny little three-foot plushie. It's one step away from being able to psychodive like the Demo D7 time machine. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. I felt like the only way that we could truly come down on a yes or no this week is to buy a voodoo doll ourselves. What? And that's what I did, kid. I'm sorry, what? I took a page out of Ashley's book. You read Ashley's story and you thought you would recreate that disaster? I did the exact same thing. I went on eBay and I bought a voodoo doll Please from an online seller. It's been shipped to your house. It's here. No! I, <laughs> I brought it with me. Oh my god! I don't even. I live in a flat in London. I don't even have a basement to hide this thing in. That, that, that thing didn't even come in a coffin. Rory, ladies and gentlemen, Rory is clutching a paper bag. Yeah, with, a paper bag. I got to. You know, I, I, I was really impressed with this. I wanted to. Um, there was a lot of people selling cursed objects and cursed dolls. I don't I'm not saying this one's cursed. I didn't say cursed. I just said voodoo. So you obviously typed <laughs> cursed doll into eBay. Otherwise, how would you have seen it? There's a lot of people selling voodoo dolls on eBay. And there's a lot of like companies and businesses doing it. But I actually found one from I'll uh well, we'll maybe see what the quality is like before before I go give them a plug. But I think it's a real like mom and pop shop. They do it all themselves. Uh, so they, they, I, they, I ordered the doll. They sent this amazing package. It's currently wrapped up in like Halloween themed skeleton wrapping paper, which uh, is pretty cute. I, I think if it's a cursed doll, it's not Halloween themed. It's just death themed. I will say this arrived at my flat a week ago. That is, <laughs> that is around the time we both got quite Deathly sick. ill. Yeah. Uh, Kid and I have been very under the weather for the last seven days. So maybe hopefully like opening up and unleashing it will like cleanse the, maybe that's, should we use that on us? Like to get over our colds, maybe we could we try and do like a healing uh, ritual. Yeah. Because immediately okay. be before I read all the stuff where I didn't know you could make good shit happen with the voodoo doll, 
I was just going to use it on you and like put pins in its eyes and like burn it with a lighter wow. and stuff. Tell us what you really think, Rory. But I didn't know you could do good stuff with it. So maybe I'll put like the power pin in my on butthole yeah, okay. and like, and like the strength one in my eyes. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, look, folks, let's just get into this. I have not opened this package yet. I don't know uh, what is inside. So I'm very excited. This is a live unboxing on the show. <laughs> we get raptured as soon as you open it. it. Okay. So first off, it comes with this little uh, brown, like a tiny little brown envelope that says, thank you for your order on one side. Uh, <laughs> and inside is human ashes. That's cute. Okay. Awesome. It, there's a little stamp. It says a gift from, from Bewitching Charms. I don't know if that's the company that I got this off. I'm going to guess it is. I have no idea what's going on in here. Oh, yeah. Look, there's their card. Bewitching Charms. Unique handmade gifts. She's got a Facebook page. Lorraine Jones. Yeah, they have, they do a bunch of cool stuff. All right. Yeah, All right. You take a Shout out Lorraine Jones. Um, at least we got someone to hold responsible if we f*** up our whole lives live wow, on the podcast. Look, I got a little certificate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a little scroll. Rory's got a little scroll certificate. This is amazing. It's a little scroll that says, "Thank you so much for buying from me. Please find enclosed your voodoo doll. Also, a small free gift as a thank you for your custom." Wow. I don't know if I want. It's gonna be human teeth or something. Isn't I hope it? you're pleased with your purchase. However, any problems, please contact me right away. <laughs> well, don't talk about do problems. So early in the process, we're talking about problems. What problems could there be? What is this gift? I have no idea what this is. What the f- is that? Oh my god! So it's a little pentagram key ring. <laughs> oh god! In a in a sealed bag that has a sticker on it that says "Blessed with a protection spell." You said it's blessed with a protection spell. We'll uh, we'll put some pictures up on uh, on Twitter and Facebook and things. If you follow us at this paranormal life or this para life, yeah, check it out. Apparently, this is blessed. I mean, isn't that kind of a bad symbol? I guess some people are kind of into it. If you're a Satanist or a... I'm so yeah confused. This That's is... cool. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. Because That's sweet. Like, does it have to? I, I I just love that it's like a disclaimer. It's like, don't worry, it's blessed. Like, yeah, yeah, because. It's not normally a symbol associated with good things, is Blessings. it? Blessings. I guess depend on uh, what you believe in. What, the devil? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you should wear this as like an earring or something. Wow, thank you. That's that's really sweet. All right, so that's the nice little free gift that we've got. Now on to the larger package. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, first off. Another scroll? A second scroll. I'm starting the doll wrote this one. This has like a little gold like ribbon around it and everything. I don't love it. This is worrying. This is worrying that it's coming with a an ancient scroll. Oh my god, this is that, uh, that's a lot of words. This is a what lot of words. What could that possibly be? Uh the title of the scroll is Travel Curse Voodoo Doll. So it is cursed. Apparently it is. I didn't say it was she didn't say it was cursed. I didn't know it was cursed. Y'all f***ed up. Cursed doll. Instructions. <laughs> it's your problem now. It's just scrolled on this page. So so this is this is the instructions on how you turn this doll into a, a doll you can carry with you while you travel, but that's specifically designed for inflicting pain. <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah. I thought if it was a travel doll, it would be like to protect you while you're traveling. But no, no this dude. is to... to to curse the TSA agents that you come in contact with when you're traveling. I think these are the actual, these are instructions on how to kind of like activate the thing. Okay. So let's, I'm just, I'm going to hold that to you. I'm kind of glad, honestly, to know that this thing might need activation. I'm worried that it's going to melt our faces if we simply take it out. Yeah, it's not too late to back down. As part of the ingredients, you need devil's shoestring oil. Um, uh, I'm going to say we don't have that. Yes, we do. Oh, no! <laughs> It comes with a uh, like a ritual kit of candles and oil and everything. Guys, this is incredible. Everything you need is in this bag, I get, I think. That's bad. It's got something called voodoo powder, which I'm quite scared to find out what it is. It's got devil's shoestring oil. Holy moly. It's got bones? Bones? <laughs> Is that a, it's, just, it's a tiny baggie with just handwritten, it says, bones. Are there bones in there? I don't know. Let me see it. There is just ground up substances. That is so disturbing. We should not be 
fucking with this. This we, is just we're a, in too deep. A bag of dust that says bones on it. What the fuck have you bought? This is just called voodoo powder. This is gonna be. I think that's cocaine. This is gonna be against the eBay <laughs> fucking seller's terms and conditions. I don't think you can sell bones. It smells very pungent as well. Wow, it actually smells great. Do all bones <laughs> smell like that? Before we take anything else out of the package. I don't know if you've read the entire <laughs> chant, by the way. It's quite dark. Uh, yeah, we could skip maybe some of the darker sides. Uh, before we take anything else out of the package, there's only one le- last thing to unbox. And that's the doll itself. Jesus Christ. Are we ready to see the voodoo doll? I mean, we've come this far. We've unpacked the bones and devil oil, so let's go. <laughs> Oh my god. That is so much scarier than I was expecting, and I don't know why. It's very... This is some kind of Blair Witch. This is not a little... and rustic looking. This is not a human looking thing. No. This is like borderline a crucifix voodoo doll. It's in like a T-pose. Oh my god. Look. Oh my goodness. This is, this is... is not good. <laughs> it's not good. Um, I'm telling you right now, that's coming home with you today. Uh, I don't think so, brother. Here. I am putting this nah, thing nah, in nah, the nah, bin nah, 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 nah. tonight. I do not want him to go anywhere near my house. Uh, I've read one story at the start of the <laughs> podcast, and that was enough. What the f***? Look at the size of that pin. It's This is an enormous pin. It's, it's got, got a skull a, on the top a of it. a giant pin with a skull on it. Worrying that Lorraine didn't include any of the pins for, like, health and money and <laughs> power. Just a giant one with a skull on it. Just a murder pin. Um, okay, cool. Wow. Right, what, what do we do? Should we get this thing going? Just get, get cooking here. Uh, I, can I see the doll up close? Yeah, of it's, course. Um, you take a look at that. I'm going to take a look at these instructions. Dark room here. See what we're working with here. I call upon Dude, the ancient you, you ones. You didn't mention that, like, uh, it, yada. it's stuffed with real feathers real feathers from real birds i didn't know that either i didn't look at it (laughs) it's made of feathers from dead animals that's not okay and like i don't know it has a little face which is like little white eyes and and teeth but like it's got red (laughs) all over the eyes and mouth like it's bleeding from its eyes and mouth i think he's kind of cute i think we could be looking at a new tpl mascot (laughs) a little podcast mascot. you know you know, whenever we do live shows, you can get your picture taken oh with them. Oh, my God. Maybe, like, Lorraine, we could work together on, like, a partnership to to create, like, a little branded one. Give them a little TPL t-shirt, you know? That is not okay. Uh, all right, guys. So we're going to take a look at these instructions to set up for the ceremony. Um, it's quite complicated. We have to pour the the voodoo powder. Wait. Oh, I'm, I'm, I apologize. It's hoodoo powder, not voodoo powder. Sure. Um we have to pour that out, light some candles, do some oil soaking. Uh, we're going to set all that up, and we'll be back in just one minute. All right, so we're all set up now. Uh, we have we got the circles oh, made, yeah. got all of our shit ready. Uh, the last thing we need to do is, while we light the candles is read through this spell, this, mm-hmm. I don't know, this chant. So I, if we take it line about, I'll set the doll here, ready to go. Uh, I'll, I'll start off, I'll start off. <clears throat> I'm not comfortable with this. Just as a, if this is our final moments alive or on this show, um, I just let it be known. I didn't know this was happening and I'm not happy. I don't know what you could be possibly talking about. I think this is all just kind of total normal paranormal investigation. Anyway, I call upon the old ones from the great abyss. Do my bidding. I invoke Cthulhu. Sorry, I should deliver that with more confidence i invoke cthulhu god of anger and the creatures of the underworld do my bidding hear me now take the bag of bones and sprinkle over the doll as you say oh that's me that's my cue oh sorry that's an instruction that's not the chant (laughs) (laughs) are there actually bones in here i don't know man all right, there is something that looks like a bone. So uh, I, I'm just gonna. I'm starting to think it's uh, it's it's the bird's bones. Yeah, I'm hoping Lorraine just ate a KFC bucket, and this, that's just the, <laughs> the remains. Uh, uh, that's good. Done. Check. Yep. Bones of anger, bones to dust. Full of fury, revenge is just. Uh, I scatter these bones. These bones of rage. <laughs> Take thine enemy, bring him pain. 
want to bring... I thought we were making a happy you one. You got the cursed voodoo <laughs> doll. We have no choice, apparently. I thought it was a good one. I thought it was one of the ones you put coins in his back and he becomes rich. No, no. Uh, I bind him, crush him, bring him down. With these bones, I now do crush. Make thine enemy turn to dust. Torment fire out of control. Who wants to hurt anyone this badly? With this hex, I curse your soul. Now take the pin and stick it through the heart and lay it down until candles burn out. And then, after all of that, the doll is ready to be used, apparently. To carry with you and to take out and pin while thinking of any person that you wish pain upon. Wow, so now we have a fully activated curse voodoo doll. Yeah, I don't really want to wait till the candles burn out. Can I just blow them out? Like a speed run kind of thing? I'm going to blow them out. There we go. So let's go ahead and assume we did everything right. Uh, the bones were scattered. His eyes are glowing red now, so... Uh, this thing is weird. I feel... So what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to think of someone? You've got to think of uh, someone, I guess, who you don't like, apparently, um, that you wish pain upon, and then stick the needle through its heart. I guess the only way that we're going to know whether it's a yes or a no on the podcast... I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I don't like what this is going as at if all. it's like an immediate reaction. I, I, th- I so beg to differ. I think the, 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 the gravity of what's happening right now, I think you mm-hmm. want to pick like a really bad person out in the world because I don't like where you're headed. I think like, I'm not saying necessarily the heart, like in his little ankle, so his how little feather ankle. We just... Leading on this, on this kind of line of logic, what if I take the doll eh. and I pin just someone who we would get an immediate reaction from. I just think, you know, I bought the doll. I was the one that- I didn't I consent to any of this. I scattered the bones. I'm pretty sure there's a rule yeah. in there about the bone scatterer being the one who has Doesn't the say needle. that anywhere. Doesn't say that anywhere. And I'm the one with the needle. No, you know what? I'll Look, I'm the investigator for this. I'm the one that took the risk buying the doll. Kit, here you go. Uh, Maybe I, not the heart, though. Maybe not the heart. I to be the bigger guy here and uh, say no, for the no, ass. But or put it, put it in my ear not, or something. Not putting it in your ass. My ankle. Um, or an elbow or something that I could go a, without. A bit you won't need. Let's go. And be gentle. Go slow. All right. I'm going to pick your... It's my first time. Ankle. This thing doesn't have ankles, but I'm going to go in the it's rough called... vicinity. It's got a uni leg. All right. Don't the dick. Don't go in the dick. <laughs> I slip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my c*** explodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's too real. We should have started with something less... Precious. Uh, okay. Can we read the instructions? We were only supposed to use half the bag of bones. <laughs> we used all the bones. That was a year's supply of hoodoo juice. Going for approximately in the ankles. Yeah, go lower, go lower. You're getting quite high. You're getting quite high. That's my knee. Three, two, one. Oh, you're really throwing it in there. Oh, dude, you went through the other side. I really, I stuck it in like... Uh, kind of sword fight right through um, the whole way. You can see the pin now poking right through the doll. Um, right, First impressions right off the bat, Roy, do you feel anything? N- uh, no. Not an immediate pain. Okay. Uh, okay, where do we reverse the roles now? I guess it's kind of one for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're playing a game of voodoo battleships right here. <laughs> so anything here? No. You sunk my elbow. Uh, I'll go hand. Why don't I go uh, hand? Do you have a preference for which hand? Uh, as someone who uh, broke their f- wrist not that long ago, uh, I know that it's way better to hurt your left hand when you're right-handed. Left hand, this one over here. That's right. This guy's left hand. Okay, okay. All right. I'm going to slowly pin it in. Oh, I'm just kidding. Anything? Feeling it? Anything? Wow. Okay, well, don't don't like don't like or put it back and forward as if you're like <laughs> twisting the knife. Uh, so far, maybe I'm not thinking about you enough. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. It's kind of a shame I didn't realize that we were getting specifically one of the evil dolls mm-hmm. for pain. Um, after doing the research, I was kind of hyped that maybe we'd get like six different pins and we could maybe see if. We could try out that money pin or the power pin or something like that. For sure. Um, the clout pin. Immediately from the use that we've had, we we haven't had any any true results. Mm. 
I think we did the ceremony right, but as I said... <laughs> we did make a few typos and uh, argue with each other during the chant. Of course. Um, which I assume everyone does when, while they're doing it. But, um, yeah, maybe, maybe I wasn't thinking of you enough. Maybe there's, like, more to process. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, like, because if you're supposed to use this against someone who has really harmed you and you have emotional hatred for... You know, maybe that's it. Maybe we're just kind of... Maybe you can't f*** about and use this on just like... Yeah, because I don't hate you. No. It's like it can tell that we're doing it as a goof, Half-hearted, you know? yeah. yeah. Like, if I... Like, there's... You know, if if we wanted to do this, uh, like, against the estate agent who f***ed me over a few years back and took my whole house deposit, I think that thing would be, would be like, pissing blood right now. Oh, yeah, or the dude who jacked my phone on the way to a podcast re- recording last year. Sure. Yeah, be brutal. <laughs> Can you imagine if uh, Lorraine had forgot to cleanse the doll and she's just at home right now going, Oh, Jesus Christ! My fucking hand! Oh! And we're like, I guess it's a double no. Uh, we'll just stick a couple more pins in for fun. She, oh! She's trying to get to eBay to, to message your account. And she's just too excruciated to uh, type out the message. <laughs> she's like, I just got to type out this email cut to us let's try breaking all of the doll's fingers <laughs> no <laughs> um <laughs> let's hack the doll's ebay account <laughs> no uh dude massive shout out uh to these guys bewitching charms hell yeah i found them on ebay uh the the seller was lottie's charms 2015 I'll have i don't to put know this, if... maybe a link in the description or something yeah uh, this is such an amazing kit um, and there's been so much, there was so much love put into this that, um, yeah. wow, what a great way to, you know, experience and try a little bit of voodoo today. So that pretty much concludes our live investigation into the world of voodoo dolls. Wow. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and you know, I hope, I hope people learn something today, not just about, uh, admittedly what we did, which is probably, as we said, the more fictional mainstream interpretation of what a voodoo doll is and the way it can be used. Uh, but I hope you learn more about the history and the religion. Uh, you know, this is something that, that people really do practice and really do believe in. And, uh, you know, far be it from us to, to belittle that more power to you as long as you're using it for good. And apparently we've all learned that a doll isn't just for Halloween. You can't get rid of the, the thing after you order it. So be careful out there. Yeah. I'm interested to see if this little guy hangs around. If he's going to be a regular on the the podcast. But look, ultimately at the end of the podcast, we do have to come down on a yes or no. Kit, today, based on our own investigation and our own experiments, how do you feel about voodoo dolls? Rory, brava. Great investigation. Uh, For us, the doll did not work, so it will have to be a no from me. But as you say, I think it's important to say, far be it from us to, to glibly sum up. Um, a whole belief system. That's not what we're doing, just this doll that we bought. Yeah, and I think we can both agree that um, if there is a world where a doll like this can be used to inflict pleasure or pain, um, the reason ours didn't is probably because we biffed the ceremony, we uh, biffed some of the ritual, and maybe just weren't really focused or taking it seriously enough, which is more than fair. Um, I remember we we did a live show in London, must have been two years ago now, where we had people come to the show who were um, practicing witches. Oh, okay. That was like their thing. They were into witchcraft and spells. Because um, I think I'd made a joke on the show about like who has a cauldron. Someone in the show had oh, okay. a cauldron. And they came up afterwards oh, and they were bell, like, yeah. they were like, hey, we're actually witches and we have cauldrons. And uh, that was kind of cool for me. I was like, I didn't really know that that was something that uh, people practiced like every day. So who knows? <laughs> like, I thought I could take the piss out of that <laughs> with no repercussions and apparently not. But that was great. And uh, thank you to those girls for uh, educating me. That was really cool. And I'm sure it's a similar thing with voodoo. I'm sure we have listeners who are either into voodoo or have used voodoo dolls before to some success. Uh, if that is you, get in touch. We'd love to hear your stories. Hopefully you've had a more pleasurable experience than Ashley had at the beginning of the story. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I don't know about this whole world, but all I do know is the little time I spent in New Orleans, uh, that shit seemed to be alive and well. Yeah. Doing pretty good over there. Um, But as I said, we have to make decisions based on our own investigation. 
and we didn't have any immediate success with the doll. And unfortunately, that's all the research we can do right now. Um, so I'm also going to be a no. Who's to say in the next coming week, my ankle doesn't fall off and Kit's hand gets crushed under a truck. Um, and then we can revisit. We can revisit the answer to this podcast. And maybe revisit our belief system as well. <laughs> yeah, that and would our, change a lot, actually. Not just the ending of this episode. I don't think we'd still be podcasting <laughs> without an, an arm and a leg. Um, but I think, I think the CIA would hire us to use that doll to take <laughs> down dictators around the world. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This Paranormal Life! Hey, happy Halloween! Ah, happy Halloween! As we said, you know, we don't really have an episode that lands on Halloween this week, so this is it. I hope you guys are having an amazing, spooky week. Hope you got your costumes on. I hope you're celebrating, carving pumpkins, eating candy, watching spooky movies, and of course, enjoying the rich back catalog of This Paranormal Life. Yeah, go back and check out uh, the other Halloween episodes we've done over the years. We've looked at the history of Halloween and other kind of just special one-offs like this. A fun fact, as many of you know, we fund This Paranormal Life through our Patreon. That's like the home of This Paranormal Life on the internet. Uh, and we actually launched that on October 31st, 2017, on Halloween night. That's crazy. It's pretty cool. So um, the history of This Paranormal Life on Halloween goes back a long way. If you want to fill your week with even more spooky content, as we always say on Patreon.com, there's over 40 bonus episodes right there. And for as little as five bucks, you get access to the entire catalog. We're talking weeks of listening nonstop right there at your fingertips. So check it out. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode. And I hope you have an amazing week from myself, from Kit, and Hi. from our new little voodoo doll friend. <laughs> of course, Happy Halloween! The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.